Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 390 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. So are you doing the best you can? I love that title. In times when things around us seem chaotic, and by the way, things have always been chaotic. We're just seeing it in real time, 24-7, so now that freaks everyone out every single day. Honestly, there have always been scary things happening, so let's remember that when we think the world is ending. There's a lot of good happening too. It just never gets elevated because fear sells, and it gets to me too, so don't think it doesn't. That's why I'm saying this. It's because think about what this country has been through. Okay, world wars, civil war, depressions, terrorist attacks. People survived, even thrived through all of that. We can too. So you got to keep doing what's best for you and for your family and know that things are going to be okay. It may be a little bumpy, but then it'll be smooth again and bumpy again and then smooth again. It's cyclical. So do the best you can while you can. Now with that, I have a question for you. (laughs) Are you doing the best you can or are you doing the best that the people around you are doing? I saw a post this last week and it was a side-by-side picture of two 84-year-old men, okay? And on the left side, the 84-year-old man was fit and muscular. He was standing. He was proud. He still looked vibrant. And the one on the right was feeble. He was in a wheelchair and he looked like he maybe only had a couple days left. Now, which one of those pictures, if you saw them and had to guess their age, would surprise you? The really fit 84-year-old or the feeble 84-year-old? If you're being honest and you live in America, you would, of course, say the one that's 84 and really fit and healthy. So why is it so surprising that someone that's 84 is fit and healthy? In other countries, it's not that surprising at all. Is it because it's become the norm in America to be on tons of medication and feeble if you're 84? There was another viral video that it went viral because it was a 91-year-old lady. She didn't really look 91. She looked a lot younger to me, but she was still able to squat down and easily get back up, and they showed her running all over the place. I mean, she was just very agile, very healthy, and very cognizant for a 91-year-old. Now, the reason it went viral is because that's not the norm, not even close. What we see around us as the norm is usually where we're headed, if we're not careful, that is. If we aren't setting our own standards and keeping them, when we see people thriving, it makes us want to thrive too. It makes it feel possible that we can thrive. The simple fact that one person can do it gives hope that others can too. Even you and me, we get to choose how we are. Our lifestyle is a choice. It got me thinking though, how did the guy on the left, the 84-year-old fit and healthy guy, how did he do it? What was his lifestyle? Was everyone around him fit? Or is he an outlier in his family? Now, my guess is he didn't allow excuses and he did what he told himself. He promised himself he would do. He always did that. And he had standards for his health and he stuck to them. So how do we maintain a standard for ourselves? Where does it start? Is it simply our peer group, our family? Is it our environment? Sometimes the hard questions are the ones that move the needle for us. And this is a hard question that I'm about to ask you. And I really want you to think about it. And I think about it too. Are you doing the best that you can do? Or are you doing the best that your peer group does? 
Are you the average of the people you surround yourself with? Or are you setting the standards and raising the average of the people you surround yourself with? Or are you possibly lowering the average? (laughs) That's a tough one. But it's one we need to ask if we're really wanting to make a change in our life and thrive. Every choice we make is making us better or making us weaker. Every single one. And who we surround ourselves with, that's huge. What we listen to and read, that's huge. Studies have proven the people you surround yourself with usually determine your outcomes. I mean, what you eat, how much money you make, how how you dress, how you wear your hair, how happy you are. But the internet is an interesting thing. It's made it where proximity isn't an excuse anymore. I noticed recently I was really struggling with what to wear. I know that's superficial giving everything that's going on, but we all have that reality, right? We all have to get dressed and we want to look good. And I thought, you know, to myself, I was like, well, I just don't live somewhere where it matters. But then I thought, wait, that is just an excuse. Yes, Memphis isn't the fashion capital of the world, but with the internet, I can see outfits all day long that I love if I wanted to. So I went on Pinterest um, this last week and I searched chic outfits for fall and up pops all these great looking outfits. And I actually saw one and I said, you know what? I have every piece of that outfit. She was wearing this vest over a white t-shirt with jeans and some really cute shoes. So for the next few days, I wore a version of that outfit every day and I loved it and I felt great. So I realize, and I've started making that a daily practice where I go onto Pinterest and I look at chic outfits because that's the style I like. I like chic kind of classic outfits that have a little bit of an edge and that trains my eye to the outfits or to the clothes that I have in my closet, but I hadn't really thought of putting them together. So think about doing that if you're wanting to change your style. It's really, really a good idea. But we aren't only limited if we think we are. Just because no one around you dresses up or dresses stylish doesn't mean you can't. You have to decide to make that change and you can. And now maybe you want to change and you've wanted to change for a while. But when that time comes to change, you don't feel like it. Because it really is easier just to stay the same, right? But change by definition means to cause to be different, to transform. So you have to do something differently. You have to step out of your comfort zone a little bit in order for things to change. So many times we want them to change, but we don't want to change, right? But Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. I've always loved that and I have, I I always remember that when I think about this, this topic. Andrew Tate posted something the other day that I saw. I don't know if you know who he is, but if you have young boys, you probably do. But anyway, he posted this the other day. He said that you don't get to go through life and only do the things you feel like doing. You can't thrive that way. You know how many times a week I don't feel like exercising? A lot. I do it anyway. You know how often I drive by Dunkin' Donuts and want to go in and get a cream-filled donut? A lot. But I choose not to because I know that's a habit not worth picking up. Now, every once in a while, you know, it's okay. But I'm just saying as a consistent habit, you don't want to do that, right? When I turned 50, I decided I needed a new habit to thrive as I get older. So I added walking almost every day to my schedule. Now, this is in addition to my normal exercise. I don't really get enough steps otherwise. And in the podcast that I listen to say walking is crucial to longevity, not only for your physical health, but also for your mental health too. Now, you know really ultimately why I decided to do this? 
Now, one reason is my friend Lena. She does cardio and weightlifting almost every day. So I have her influence on me, which is really good. But the other reason is I heard on Andrew Huberman's podcast that you should be doing at least four days of zone two training to teach your body how to burn fat, which will make your other workouts more efficient. Now, in my zone two training, I, I walk for that. And so I realized, okay, I've got to add this into my uh, regimen, which I did. Now, my husband, he loves Jocko Willink, and he follows him and listens to his podcast. And his message, which is sometimes brutal, <laughs> because I, I, I love to see his pictures, though. He, sh he shows pictures every morning of his workout sweat, like being all over the floor. <laughs> so he's letting you know he did not miss his workout. And he never does, even when he, when he doesn't feel like it because of his discipline. It makes Eric think whenever he doesn't feel like exercise, he does it anyway because he's like Jocko Willink says, He's not a little bitch. <laughs> Excuse my language. We may be the sum of the five people we're around, but are we raising the standard or are we lowering it? Someone recently said, you're now the sum of the five podcasts you consume. So are you listening to things that make you better, that uplift you, that raise your standards? Do you listen to anything that raises your standards? If you think you're meant for more or you wish you had better style or you could wish you could lose weight or make more money or be happier or even learn a new skill, whatever it is you wish for your life, you can make so many changes by what you consume through podcasts and social media, even if the people in your inner circle aren't already doing it. It doesn't mean you can't. It just means you may have to work a little harder to surround yourself with the changes you want to make and be the standard, right? Set the standard high for yourself and you'll raise those around you. What is it that you want to do that you haven't done? Is that thing you, you want still on the table or have you just let it go? What changes do you want to see that you haven't seen? Are you filling your head with people who have already made those changes and they talk regularly about how you can make them too? It's important to think it's possible. If you think it's possible, it is. It's also very important to surround yourself with people who think it's possible, or at the very least to fill your head with podcasts that show you what's been done and what's possible and how you can do it too. My challenge to you this week is to elevate, I mean, to evaluate, you can also elevate yourself, that's a definite thing, but evaluate where you are and where you want to be. Do you see it as possible? Are you surrounding yourself with the idea that it's possible? Maybe through your peer group or what you consume. Be the change you wish to see. Be the one in your group that's always raising the standard. Be the person you wish you could be and you will be in a very short time. Next year, you can be everything you wish or you can be exactly where you are right now. It all depends on you. Share this with three people who raise your standards. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.